Welcome to the Gentleman's Talk, where the podcast talks about a man's battle with mental health, his personal experiences, and his journey to be a better soul. Hosted by James Dean Littlejohn. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Gentleman's Talk live. I'm just waiting for the Bilster, the banter man himself, to join us. Um, I've just sent him an invite. I am absolutely bollocks. I've had a week from hell. Uh, it's been a long week, but do you know what? It's going to give me great stuff to talk about that's possibly relatable to you. Um, so, yeah, so it's just been sort of, um, oh, hold on. No, no, he's not joining. That was uh, just telling me that I was online. So, um, yeah, just it's been one of those weeks from hell, really. And I've finally come to the end of it. It's Thursday. And um, I did need a little bit of a pick-me-up. So the Bilster said, do you want to do a potty? Let's catch up. Because I, I rung him earlier, keeping in contact, where I talk about nurturing the right people around you. And, um, yeah, I just said, I gave him a call and just said, you know, um, are you free? He wasn't. So he said, uh, how about a potty tonight? And I went, do you know what? Great. We can talk live. We can talk about everything. Get the mental health top going, topic going. And uh, it's doing something I enjoy, which means it's sort of kind of being open, honest and sort of nurturing the, that environment. And at the same time, get to chat to one of my good friends. So hopefully he'll join us in a minute. Um, but yeah, just and I hope you've all been OK, actually. I've been reflecting again really heavily. I've been away for four days, actually. So um, I was only meant to go away for two, ended up going away for four days. So I've been away from my family. I've been away from, uh, you know, everything, really. So it's kind of some people might see that as a bit of a saving grace, you know, that little bit of uh, freedom. Um, but for me, no, I like my comforts now. I've built, I'm building my castle, if you like. I'm building my environment, my surrounding, painting, decorating. I'm, uh, I'm just making what I deem in my head as the perfect environment for, for me and my family. So, yeah, I don't, so for me, I really, really, oh, here he is. Um, it is the Bill Star. Stop there, because I'll, I'll talk to you all guys in a minute. But how are you, Billy? All right, mate? Banto! Pantomon Billy! <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, how are you, mate? Um, um, hopefully, you know we had the, the troubles last time? Yeah. Well, I've, I put a uh, works ticket in. I'll tell you what, what is really good, actually. Podbean, the people that host me, and it's not I, they're not promoting me, they're not paying me in any way, shape, or form. But do you know what? Their customer service is fucking shit hot. Um, I text them saying, like, I've done a live. I said, I'm having loads of problems. It's not recording. And they sent me over to the technical department. And within like 24 hours, they were like, yeah, we've rebuilt it, sorted it. Here's the podcast that you thought you'd lost. So you, I don't know, you you listened to my last podcast where I said I'd already done this, but I lost it. Mm -hmm. Well, within 24 hours, they sent me a copy of it. They managed to like get the whole copy, which is, I haven't uploaded it, obviously, because it will just be doubled up. But um, but it was just really good, uh, really, you know, really good customer service. So they've sorted out. So hopefully I don't get any issues. But um, but yeah, good. Oh, and how are you? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm absolutely fantastic. This is a bit ad lib, isn't it? This is a bit uh, off the cuff. Ad, a, bit, a, bit, a bit ad hoc, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I, do you know what? I was just literally saying at the start while I was waiting, because I was like, is he coming on? And I was thinking... Straight away, I've, I've, do you know what? I've, I've been really, really, really fucking busy this week, and do you know what? It's, I've, I've felt shit because I've not engaged fully with, with everybody, including yourself, and um, 
I was coming home today, finally managed to sort of, uh, you know, relax a little bit away from work. And I realised, shit, so you, you can get like really con sort of consumed by it. But uh, what I did get was when I started talking to everybody, I, I feel even though it's like nine o'clock and I've done some long fucking days, I feel great because I'm like, I've still got that, you know, that sort of spirit. It's great because you talk to people and engage and it just, you get loads of, loads of little sort of dynamic of what you're going through. And I just loved it, man. It makes me smile. That's good, mate. That is good because I was, I was, I got home tonight from work and I was, I was sat there and I was like, oh man, I've had a bit of a, bit of a long day. And I was like, oh, well, you know, we could, we could always let it slip. And I was looking for the, the whole, um, the out as we call it. And the where thing is, I was, so was I. <laughs> I was waiting for you to go, oh no, mate. Okay. We'll leave it. We can leave it. And, and you did give an option, but, um, but the thing I, is, I, is I, I, when you did this, when you do this, because I was like, I, I really couldn't be, at the time, I was like, I can't be fucking bothered. I'm so tired. But at the same time, I knew I it would perk me up. I knew it would finish my week on a bit of a high, which is brilliant for the weekend. And then, although i still got work tomorrow, but it's a couple of hours. But at the same time, if I'd have actually sacked you off, I, I just couldn't be asked with the ribbon that I would have taken for the next couple of days. I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to give him a reason to cancel. And then, <laughs> and then you were like, fuck it. I'm coming on. And even then, I didn't see your notification popped up and I just sneaked in. And even I was still trying to hide, thinking, what time can I leave this till to say, sorry, Matt, I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, mate. And then, I, but then as soon as you said ready, I just, I don't know what it was, mate. I switched into a different place. Yeah. And I literally went, nah, this is fucking brilliant. Because even, <coughs> you know, even if it was 15 minutes, mate, it was just like, I know we do, we end up rambling on. But uh, even if it was 15 Sorry, minutes. Sorry, like, did you say we end up rambling on? Okay, I like to talk. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, if you're a man happy, you can, you can never shut up a happy man. It, that's a known fact. You can't shut up a happy man. That's why, that's why, you know, one of the mental health, I'm going to dive into a bit of mental health straight away here. One of the mental health parts to do with, um, you know, to do with men is silence. If a man starts to become silent and isolated, there's something going on there normally. He's trying to hide from something. He's fighting fucking battles. So if you get a happy person who talks, and this is why I say when I'm in a social environment and I'm conscious I'm still jibbing on now, I fucking talk him, man. I just like bounce off of like you and, you know, Nelly and fucking Kieran and all the boys. You know, I love it. It's great. It keeps me, it keeps me excited. Isn't there a contradiction there though, mate, of, um, you know, if we go back through your previous poddies, yeah. um, where you say you were, you know, the life and soul of the party, always jumping about, having a laugh, joking about and stuff like that. But yet it was all an act. Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I think the thing for me is, I, I think this is where, uh, you know, mental health can be seen in so many different ways, which is why it's so hard to really detect it until it's probably too late. Is because I've got a really fucking social personality. I always have, which is why when I, when I cancel things, it goes against the very core of me because i am a social person and i fucking love like doing crazy shit having a good time so but what people didn't see is when i was putting on that social face for everybody around me i was doing that but it, i was fucking it was tearing me up it was emotionally exhausting to do that i used to go home and not oh go back to my room and i just not fucking sleep because i was so overdriven with the lies that i was saying 
because I was trying to, and, and it, although I found it easy to a sense because it was my natural personality, but inside I was fucking arguing with people. I was fucking shouting and then I'd go home and that's when I'd see, that's when I'd be isolated. So that's when I'd start going quiet. And you probably notice a bit of a pattern if, I started cancelling on you and uh, like Kieran will know for a year we didn't and we lived with we worked with each other for a year we didn't fucking socialize at all and that was the the time that he saw me at Christmas and almost broke away well, did he broke down into tears we were drinking and I'm not saying drinking's a reason because he he missed me organizing things and that was the that's the ticket that's the bit for me if you if you notice a difference in me. The, the thing you'll notice in me is when I stop organizing things and I stop socializing, that's when you need to, that's when you need to worry. So if I don't, if I don't organize an event or a party or come around here and do something, then normally that's a problem for me. Okay. Well, there we go. Now start. Um, you know, Kieran, watch out for that. If he, um, if he, you know, doesn't, if he doesn't invite you to round to the clock and balls, um, oh, I knew you'd fucking say then, you know, clearly it. there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you'll be on the clock and balls, mate, because I need a photo for my my fucking board. So I'm hoping when you're coming across, you're coming across um, down or down south in Christmas, we're going to sort some out, mate. Yeah, well, hopefully I've got something in the pipeline, mate. Um, I was just going to do like a couple of days, but what I'm going to ultimately do is nearly a week and try and just, you know, kill two birds with one stone, meet up with, you know, all the guys. Um, and and hopefully, if it suits obviously all yours, Diary, just have a couple of days uh, around your neck of the woods, mate, and um, get finally get in the clock and balls and, and have a... A pint, absolutely, mate. And now, like, of we, dragon we, soup. You can fuck off. You're not. That doesn't go across my threshold, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you will be fucking barred for. I can't do dragon soup, mate. You know that. <laughs> Shit is brutal. Oh. But no, we'll get you. Uh, we'll absolutely get you over here and um, uh, over to mine, and then we'll uh, we'll even tie it in. Hopefully, with um, I know Nelly was looking at doing a like a beach day, uh, beach night. So we were gonna, he was gonna get his missus to uh, drop us off into town, uh, yeah. drop, 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 drop us onto the beach. We were gonna get a fucking like a little barbecue. We were gonna get a little, make a little fire and just sit there and um, you know chew the fat on the beach. Obviously, weather depending because it is a fucking British. Um, yeah. but. And then go back to Nelsters. So for the night, so we've got a couple of we got a couple of good things uh, happening there. Um, so absolutely, I think it'll it'll make an amazing Christmas, mate. I think it'll that just be like good. And of course, we've got the, you know the the head chef, the head chef exactly, our is... guru Gary, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He's a knife ninja now, isn't he? Oh, mate. Well, I did want to comment on the. Uh, so I am a bit of a, an aficionado when it comes to blades. You are, mate. Your fucking knives. healthy food's been beautiful. But go on. And your comment of, well, Damascus steel is the best. Is the best chef's knives ever available. It it made me scream inside a little bit because that did is it? a false. That is a false statement. Damascus steel is not necessarily a a good steel. Um, necessarily because it's damascus steel is a pattern steel made it's, a pa of it's a pattern steel yeah so it's various, not the, yeah, yeah i mean the, the damascus grain the way that um the way that damascus is made 
is the best bit. It's not necessarily, like you said, the steel, is it? Yeah, because it, you know, depending, you can make Damascus out of out of fucking, you know, bits of old shitty old offcuts, mate. No dramas. You can make Damascus. You can make a canister Damascus uh, out, of, <laughs> out of fish hooks and that. Do you know I what know I mean? You're it's, a knife and ninja, mate. I knew you'd say something about this. Yeah, and you, you know, you can use some really terrible steel, but what you want is, you know, a Japanese steel, a nice yeah. high carbon steel, something that's going to hold an edge yeah. that you can, you know, just use your your steel just to hone the edge, you know, and, and keep it sharp and what have you. And sometimes, in fact, no, no, not just sometimes, most of the time, a Damascus steel is not ideal for chef knives that are high, high impact, highly, highly used knives. Uh, Damascus isn't the way ahead, although it does look bloody gorgeous. Okay, so what I'm getting from this is I'm, I'm a very creative person, so I just like the visual aspect of it. And I think that's where the Damascus steel got to me, because I that's a fucking lovely-looking knife. I want one of those. Well, I've got one of those knives. And I'm like, it's fucking beautiful. And I've got a proper um, sandstone with, uh, you know, like a, I think it's 800 and, and 1,500 on the block. A whetstone. Yeah? A whetstone, you mean? Whetstone, sorry. It's a whetstone. Yep. Uh, and, and I fucking love it, mate. I, I had an old... Um, so what... When I went away to um, fucking Afghan years and years and years ago, um, my brother gave me a Gerber knife, like a little yeah. flick knife, like a flick knife, but it's a proper Gerber one. Um, and he had it and it was, you, you could see uh, he, he used it when he joined up. So it was a bit battered, a bit bruised on the edge. The edge wasn't very nice. Yeah. Anyway, I found it about, so we're talking, must have been fucking what, 10 years ago, probably. No, it would have been 13 years ago um, when I went out there. And I've had this knife, knife and I was cleaning up the shed and I fucking found it. And I was like, it was beautiful, mate. So I took it all apart nicely, professionally, and I just absolutely honed the fucking blade in, mate. And I showed it to my brother. I took all the little knocks out. And he was like, that's amazing. And I actually said, do you want it back? He was like, no. So I've still got the original Gerber pouch and everything. Oh, nice, mate. Nice. And you've got some memories tied to that as well. I have, mate. And like I say, when I, as soon as I found it, when I found it, actually, um, I found it with the... Do you, know, do you remember the old... Um, Yellow combats. I know they do the green ones now. But the yellow ones, the sand, the sand ones. Yeah. Um, when these, um, you know, the old flat caps you used to get for the, for a beret. Instead of a beret, you had a flat cap, like a, a what do you call it, a, a fucking pie hat or whatever it is. Did you ever see one of them? The, the pie hat. What are you on about? So my old man, he, I think he had it specially made. Actually, I think someone made it for him. Like, do you know the old, um, the old, like they look like um, a Scotch pie. Like um, and they've got a, like a little tiny sort of band around it. Oh, oh, the actual the actual Afghan type hats. Yeah, yeah, no, it no, it was a, it was. So what he'd done is, I think he'd had somebody that took the, the combats, and then um, put the yellow the sand coloured combats into and made it into a, a hat. So like instead you're talking, of a you're talking about a jungle hat. Yeah, like a jungle hat. Yeah, yeah. So we had one of those, and my dad had uh, desert rats on it, and he had where he was when he was in the Gulf. Um, and then my brother had it when he had it was in Iraq, and then he had it when he had it as an Afghan. He got little memorabilia, sewed them on, and they yeah. both, and then they passed it to me, mate. So when I went out there, I went out with this knife, brother, and this fucking hat, and I found the hat rolled up with the knife inside it in in this box that I hadn't seen for eleven, twelve years. Oh, nice, mate. Nice. So I like pulled it out, mate. I was like, this is fucking incredible. I've still got this hat that has been through three wars um or conflicts whatever um and had all this these patches on it and i was like i stuck that in my fucking room with a with the uh picture of my dad that i, I nicked from his office with him in the desert 
with uh, holding a fucking jimpy thingy, whatever it is, can't see it, um, with his desert rat bag in the bottom right. So it's like tied in really nice, mate. Made me feel sort of warm inside and fuzzy. <laughs> oh, mate, can I ask, did, did you add anything to the hat? Yeah, so I asked, I add, it added Op Herrick 11 badge on it. So it had, it had Op Herrick 8, no, had Op Herrick 6, 8, and then I went on 11. So then it was my, and it had a Gulf War badge um, and a Desert Rad, Rat badge. And it had one of my original dads on the top, was had one of my original dads um, sewn in, um, lapel rank slide um, sewn in from when he was in the Falklands on the Falklands conflict in the Bloody fucking hell, thing. Mate. That, that's got a, that's got a lot of history that at then yeah mate and and do you know what it was crazy I didn't even this is probably I don't know I, I don't I just didn't think about it really I rolled it up and it was with a load of my other RAF shit so I shouldn't say shit but you know what I mean but but more like the stuff that doesn't really matter and it, I pulled it out mate and it was there pristine it's still even got the tipex I think there's a little thing there's a tipex with a line through it uh, like a cross on it I don't know that something my dad did. And uh, I was like, this is fucking family history. This has been through th three conflicts. And uh, and here I do. I have it. You know what I mean? That's quality, mate. You want to frame that up, mate? You want to frame that up with a picture of your old man, picture of your brother when he had it, and then a picture of you, mate, when you had it, and, and get it all framed with your, your cat badges and all stuff like that, mate, up the top. That would look pucker in a box yeah, frame. Yeah, definitely, mate. Well, I've got, I've got a photo of all three of us in desert gear, um, in, in the desert, in desert gear. <laughs> quality mate so uh quality. yeah that, that's something i should do i like saying and I, li I like the creative i just i don't know i just didn't really think about it and it was only when my brother saw me a couple of weeks ago and uh in, and he was like no i showed him it and he was like it was pristine this fucking gerber knife and i really wanted to give it to him and he's like no i want you to have it because you had it last in the last conflict if you like and i was like mate that's fucking brilliant so i, I stuck it in the original gerber pouch that i crystal cleaned it was beautiful and i'd oiled the blades fucking the lot mate and i was like yeah keeping hold of that mate love it Oh, brilliant, mate. Oh, that's that's quality. That's a good little story, that. So I'll tell you what, then. Well, uh, you know, we said that every time we speak, we're going to have to have a subject and link it to... Oh, shit, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. ...mental health and that. So I'm going to I'm gonna suggest the subject now be about... And this is a subject close to your heart and mine. I know we're both... We've definitely... I'm still in the midst of it. Yeah. It is um, hoarding. And when I say hoarding... Okay. I, I know I what mean, you're saying. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you and your bloody Adidas trainers. Yeah. Um, it's like me and my fishing kit that, you yeah. know, that I, you know I, 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 last time I went fishing like two years ago, still got all my kit, won't get rid of it, never get rid of it. Um, and I'm starting now to get uh, the bloody same with my scuba diving kit now. I know, mate, I'd, I'd already seen it. I've already, I, when I, I spoke to you about this quite a while ago, I know it probably wouldn't remember it. It was, it was when we first started talking and you, at the time, the reason that we started talking about it is because at the time you were collecting knives. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I, I, you were like, oh man, I've got these fucking knives and you just happened to talk about this. And I was like, why have you got so many? Cause I knew from the conversation with you that it was going to relate exactly to what I do. And then I remember having a conversation with you and I said, well, why are you doing that? And you were like, well, just, I like getting the fucking buzz from getting something nice, opening a packet. And then I said, I stick it in a fucking drawer. And then I was like, mate, it's what I do with everything. I buy the best of everything. I, I, I mount it. I've got fucking, I mean, I've got a fucking 450 pound fucking Valentino Rossi helmet, right? That I don't even have a fucking motorbike now. You ain't got a motorbike anymore, mate. 
That's what I mean. But it's sat there and it's like, and it's on a plinth. And I'm just like, what? And I've got these fucking snowboards, mate, that have been painted. It, it looks nice. But again, it's just me. Again, it's my addiction. I mean, I'm glad it's not a really bad addiction, but it's, it's yeah, 100%. Don't get, me wrong, don't get me wrong. I'm not like one of these, these um, people that really have a, a, you know, a massive mental no. health problem where they're they're saving like newspapers and empty tins of beans and do you know yeah, what i mean it's not like that no no they no, have no. to keep it all i don't know what the fuck i don't know how they're how they think that that's ever gonna i don't know what they get out of that do you know mate, what i mean mate, uh, do you know what and do you know i i can i can tell you what i possibly <laughs> think they get out of that and the reason i say this is because i had this conversation with my dad now, I spoke to my dad because my dad is a is is borderline fucking hoarder. He not to that extent, he doesn't hope like collect cans and all that sort of shit, but I mean he doesn't want to let shit go. He'll yeah. he'll he'll have bits of fucking rope here, he'll have fucking this there, this there. And I know men do that on a level we all keep wires because we don't know when we're gonna need a wire for a fucking yeah. Nokia that attaches to a fax machine. We don't, but we just do that. And guarantee me, I was looking for a fucking Ethernet cable the other day and I couldn't I didn't have one because my fucking missus said, chuck it out. I was like, you dickhead. Don't listen to a fucking one when it says chucking out my leads. But I was chatting to him and I and I just happened to be talking, we were doing some DIY, and I said to him, why do you hoard stuff, Dad? You're you're an you're an ex-military person. You're crystal fucking clean, you know. In a sense, he, he's always pride. He's always got fucking lovely stuff on and everything. And I'm like, you really care for yourself, so you're not you're not mentally unstable. Why do you not? Why are you holding on to these bits and bobs? Why do I go in the back of the fucking you know thing and find cans and stuff like that? You know, but the old beer can and stuff. And he's like, I just do you know what it is, son? I'm fucking seventy. Um, you know, almost 70 and I don't want to let stuff go. I'm really holding on to the memories. I don't, everything feels like a memory to me. Wow. And I was like, I never looked at it like that because I'm not, and I don't say, it, you know, my fucking dad is, you know, I, I, we all know it's fucking devastating when they get older and you, and you, you know, you, you don't know what's around the corner. You absolutely don't. And, you know, for me, it's just listening to somebody that that thinks like that. Because my dad's always been like that, like that since you know since his cancer, and, and we know this is a close subject for both of us. Um, but he turned around, and you could sort of see the the depths of where your mind takes you, and it's quite powerful. And I never looked at it like that. I never went, well, why are you fucking old? And you know, you go into you know, if you say, for instance, you went into an old person's home and we all complain about the clutter. They've all got, they've got something everywhere. Haven't they? Yeah, got yeah. Fucking ornaments all over. Like you just, like, what the fuck are you doing? This is fucking madness. And it's because they think that everything is attached to a memory and they don't want to lose that aspect. So a item of clothing I might have bought him or a tie. And my dad's got like fucking 50 ties. And I'm like, what are you doing, mate? He's like, because every single tie is a memory. And I yeah. know that that's a memory jogger for me. So my mental health wants to hold on to it. And then he's got my mum, the mum's side, my mum's side, who's like, get rid of this shit. It's fucking crazy. Because she's, <laughs> she's got a different, a different mindset to him. And I'm like, well, I'm relatable to that. And you often find a lot of men are like that. And you look at a lot of the hoarders you see on TV programs, a lot of them are men. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, but I think the our aspect is slightly different, isn't it? I think our aspect is the, certainly for me, I don't know if it's relatable for you, but I like the, I like the addiction of 
of buying something and then and then looking at it and comparing it to the next one and then seeing a few of them and then displaying them and then I do inherently forget them. I'll stick them in the attic, but I won't let go because again, I fucking I've I've earned it. I've built it up. It feels like a part of me. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean. So I was just literally just thinking there, like when I asked that question, why it was like. So when I was a little kid, we moved around a lot. Like I yeah. mean, a fucking lot, and it seemed to be. Uh, I, I, I never had stuff for that long. Do you know what I mean? I never had yeah. stuff for that long, or I'd have stuff, and then and then all of a sudden we'd move, and it'd be it'd be I don't know left in the house, or it was left in the loft, and. And I'd, and I'd never see it again. I went, or oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, my mum done it on purpose. Just fucking, she didn't want me having it. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. I never seemed to have stuff for ages. Right. And then, and then as, um, sort of like I started settling and we, we stayed in a place for a long time. I didn't have stuff for that long because my old man was into, he was just, he would just sell stuff. Now, when looking back, we weren't well off. We were quite poor, but right. it was, you know, when you, when you, when I think back to it now, it was like, he was selling stuff because we needed electric. We or need, you know what I mean? Beer, we need, uh, not beer, uh, milk or bread, sorry. Yeah, bread. yeah, you know, to get milk. the shopping <laughs> in. Or... The bare essentials to get by. <laughs> yeah, and it weren't like, you know what I mean? It was like, it, it was it was stuff that I didn't really fucking need, do you know what I mean? And, it, and But it, it'd be sold and I'd be like, oh, I'd be pissed off. And I didn't kind of look at it back then as, well, actually i probably would have been more pissed off if we never had heating in the house and we didn't have any electric do you know what i mean um, oh absolutely but you're you're young you don't think like that you don't think like that all you all you think is well last week i was learning to play the keyboard and now you know i haven't got a fucking keyboard anymore it's fucking gone so it's like it's yeah. like, i don't know so maybe it's it's that that i'm sort of kind of like hold on to things to go look look i've got this and i can i can keep it and stuff like that but also the same as you um maybe a little bit different is I, for some reason, I get this like gratitude out of when, you know, when I went through that, I'm just, I'm looking, I've got the three, three of these Swiss army knives here that I'm I just can hear at. you. I can hear you clicking it. Yeah. I'm clicking it. So one of them's like from the, from my, my birth year. Yeah. Um, it was made then one of them's got some engraving on it that I, I had done. And another one, I don't know why I just, I, just, or I wanted to set right. Anyway, that when I was going through my knives, it was, it was, I got a, uh, like almost like a sense of achievement when, when people went, Oh, that's a, that's a rare one or, Oh, that, you know, that's a nice collection, but yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do, it doesn't benefit me in any other fucking way. <laughs> you're not, the, you're not in the fucking, uh, the, the, you know, the, the mountainous fucking wild forest of I Canada know. where you're knocking shit down all the time. And you know what else? The worst thing is as well. Like, and I mean, these are of course, UK legal, these, these ones that I've got here, but the half the time you can't carry them around anymore. You can't, mate, you get, you, you're in prison, mate. Now you get next, mate. <laughs> You, you get literally lit to like you, you could go out with a butter knife, mate, and you're doing two. That's it, mate. <laughs> that is it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it's like, it's not as if you know it's not as if I'm off camping every bloody week and 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 needing it all the time. Or I'm not out. I don't live in the woods or anything like that. I'm not using it on a daily basis. <laughs> and, and I just think to myself, what the bloody hell are you doing? But same detail, mate. They're sitting down in this. I bought a, a specific like uh, like a snap-on toolbox to put yeah. them all in. Uh, and display them. Who ever sees them? No one, apart from me. And I, every now and again, I so go. I've in the never seen them, mate. And we. I know, mate. You know, That's what you I mean. 
You didn't even go, do you want to see my knives? I'd have no. been fucking right fruited up, mate. <laughs> no, I've had I've had two knives like custom made, as in I actually commissioned them to be made to my specific designs. And then I, from watching Forging in Fire, I went, right, I've, my missus got me a, a day at an old forge to start from scratch and make my own design, my own thing. And I, and I made that one and that bloody lovely. How many times do you think I've used that? That one time? Just literally, once I got it from the forge, and that was it. Haven't touched it since, mate. Do you know what I mean? I it's would just... fucking love a custom knife. I know, mate. And you that's could be, thing. You could be knocking them out and enjoying it, mate, and then fucking saying, you know, a little bit of fucking sideline, mate, a little bit of side hustle. I know. But guess what? Never let it go. But... Never let it go. And now it's got to the stage now with my scuba gear. So I kind of, it's becoming a running joke now down at the scuba club. I, I, I turn up and they go, Come on in, Bill. What what have you bought this week? Oh what? my god, mate. Honestly, it's already got that bad. Wow. And I went, no, no, I haven't bought anything. And they were like, sure. And I'm like, oh, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing you on Facebook asking about tags. Can I get some, please? <laughs> oh, mate. Billy's right. commented at like fucking quarter past ten. I was like, mate, he needs to go to sleep, not buying <laughs> shit on fucking Facebook. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm the same, mate. I'm absolutely like, do you know what, mate? I was um I didn't do it because I didn't trust the site. But you know your old Billy Miller approves? Yeah. Like, you can buy stamps that you just basically walk around a self-stamper and you fucking stamp it in. Yeah. So you walk around. So I was looking at this and I was putting in your fucking photo because I was like, I'll get a gift for fucking Billster. And um, it, I went to this site and, the, and it didn't. I didn't trust the fucking payment thing. So um, I, I'm coming up with another plan because I've got some plans for you guys. I'm going to do some custom stuff myself. I, and- I, I, w- I walked into the, the Lamborghini showroom the other day and, and I was going to buy you a Lamborghini, but I just didn't trust the payment yeah. type either. So- and do you know what, Billy? Billy, if you don't <laughs> trust it, you know what you've got to do? You've got to walk away, it. mate. You know, and that's what, that's what I've done. That's what I'm glad you're backing me up on this one. I just I was this close. And I am. I'm fucking proud of you, mate. I was like, Jim's gonna love this Lamborghini. Oh, just... Which one was it? Do you know? Was it like a? I mean, we're talking 60, 70k, just as a cheap one. Yeah, it was. It was top of the range, mate. I mean, I said to him, I said all the bells and whistles. He wouldn't have anything less. And, um, and and yeah, but but he said, yeah, there you go, mate. There's the card machine, all above board. And I went, I don't trust it. I walked out. Did you? Yeah. So, and say, so you're safe. You saved money and you've got a goodwill story for me, mate. That is, and I'm proud of you for walking away. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I anyway, mean, mine wasn't nowhere near that, mate. But yeah, let's I, get back I, to your story where you nearly, nearly bought me something. <laughs> no, you dick. Because I was like talking, to, I don't even know where I've gone. You've digressed so much. What was I saying? You didn't trust the payment thing. You bought, nearly bought a stamp. No, before that, before I digressed into that, I was talking about gifts, wasn't I? Uh, yeah, stamp, stamp gift. Oh, yeah. So, no, anyway, so, yeah, I was saying, um, so I was going to get you that gift. Why was I talking about this stamp gift? I fucking completely, completely thrown me, mate. You said, um, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, we'll have to it, listen back to it. It's something, uh, knives, let's, let's, knives, knives, let's talk about gifts. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So I was talking about how you like, yeah, so you haven't, you haven't made a fucking knife. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm saying the same, I've got loads of stuff. That's it. And I was talking about making custom stuff. I've got the same and I don't use it. I don't utilize that stuff to its full effect. It just, it's wasted. It doesn't, it doesn't gain me anything, but it, it could, it could gain you a lot, but we don't, we don't choose to dive into that area. We tend to buy it, stick it inside, never look at it again or get it out every now and then go, I, I did it with 10 watches. I think I had 10 watches in my fucking, in my drawer, in a fucking case, and all the batteries are dead. All of them. 
So and, and and nine of them I've not fucking ever worn. Oh mate, don't get and me they're twenty five pound a new fucking battery, mate. And I'm thinking to myself, and you couldn't even sell them now because they're they're not classic. They're just Hugo Boss ones. But at the same time, they were a hundred pounds each. That's almost a thousand pound in watches that yeah. are now clattering around in a fucking drawer upstairs, doing nothing. <clears throat> mate. And I'm just I'm just like how fucking stupid. But that but that's the addiction though. That's the that's the problem. And whenever you you search mental health, whenever you look at mental health, it's a big it's a big a big aspect. You're overspending. You're compensating for something. You're trying to get that. yeah. You're holding on to something. I don't know what. It, I mean, even last night, I sat, I've 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 got I'm onto this site now called Vinted. You ever heard of that? Yes, I know Vinted. It's an app, isn't it? As well, it's an app. Yeah, and it's it's basically like a. I suppose it's like a charity shop. It's a second-hand shop for people yeah, just yeah, sell their like, stuff. Is it Twig? I don't know what Twig is. There's another app, Twig, and basically you sell all your second-hand gear, but it's like good, good, good quality stuff. You, well, like you can mate, honestly, I cannot get. I have bought quite a lot of stuff off of this off of this vintage site, right? And stuff. It's definitely not a seller's site, mate. If you're looking to make a lot of money, you ain't getting that because it is a buyer's site, mate. They, I'm getting stuff for like astronomically cheap bloody prices just because i'm oh. chancing my arm and going okay right it's up for 30 quid and i'm being a twat because i've you know i'll kick off about people on facebook would do it but i go yeah it's up for 30 quid would you take 20 quid and people are going yeah because they just want to get rid of this stuff they're these people that aren't like me and aren't hoarders they can let stuff go and they're going well yeah. i don't wear this anymore and 20 quid's better in my pocket than that bloody jacket sat in the in the wardrobe yeah 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 um, but anyway, so I'm, I've started bloody buying stuff on there now because it's it's I'm getting bargains and I'm going well even if I you know even if I don't use this I could still sell it. But here's the thing: sat here last night and I went right. I've got I've got three jackets that I definitely do not need. I don't need them anymore. Don't need them. I'm going to put them on vintage. And do you know what? That whatever much I'm going to put them on there for is going to be better money in my pocket than they are. Them jackets sat there. Well, yeah. mate, I. I, I I got them out. I, I, put, I put them up. I took pictures of them, all that, and then I made the the fatal the fatal you tried, flaw. You didn't I tried them on. Tried them on. You didn't try it on. Tried them on front of the mirror, <laughs> uh, and I went. And you went. I look fucking dapper. I said, "Why are you getting rid of this one? This one would be fantastic." And then I pictured myself in a scenario where I wear that jacket. <laughs> And I went, I went, well, this jacket, you know, people are going to go, that is a lovely jacket. And you're going to go, yeah, that's, that, thanks very much. It is a lovely jacket. Uh, believe it or not, I was going to sell it. And they'll go, oh, no, you, well, glad you kept it because you look fantastic in it. And I've done it for every single bloody thing, mate. And I went, well, this jacket, I can, I can roll this one up and stick it in my shooting bag just in case, you know, it starts raining. When it rains, everyone's going to be getting wet. I'll pull this jacket out and everyone will go, wow, you have got a lovely jacket that matches a shooting bag. And you're not getting wet. And I'm going, yeah, fantastic. Oh, I'm God, talking so to myself good. through this bloody scenario. Oh and in the God. end, in the end, mate, I didn't put any jackets on fucking vintage last night. Have you because, thought about therapy, mate? Oh, God, I think I need it, mate, with this. Do you know what I mean? You know, one of the jackets, one of the jackets that I've got, right, that I was going to sell last night, uh, I have, I've never worn it. Like literally never worn it. It was a it was a jacket that was that that I rolled up. It went into a a little canoe bag at the bottom of uh, of a day sack for if I ever went out 
and you know just done a little bit of rambling a little bit hill walking or something like that and then and then it tra- got transferred into a another day sack that i was i used to bring and i used to call it a save a shoot day so that if i ever went on like a game shoot or something like that and i got so wrapped I could get into this day sack and it had everything. It had a pack of fags in there. It had binoculars in there. It had some spare cartridges. It had everything, including the like waterproof trousers and this waterproof jacket, which was yep. perfect for it. Right. Never, ever, still haven't worn it to this day. Right. And I went, fuck it. I'll get rid of it. I'll get rid of it. Put it on last night. And I went, no, you can't get rid of that. What happens? <laughs> what happens when you are fishing right now? Bearing in mind, I've got I've got about four or five already like fishing jackets. Do you know what I mean? For all weathers. And I went, what about you might need it when you're fishing because you might forget your other big jacket or the weather might not have suited it that you needed your big waterproof jacket. So you've got this one in your bag ready to pull out. And then yet again, I imagined my mate who I go fishing with going, Oh, that's a nice jacket, Bill. <laughs> that matches your fishing rod. I can't believe you got that. Where'd you get that from? And I'll go, well, actually, mate, believe it or not, I was going to sell this jacket. Um... <laughs> Such a dick. Mate, yeah. You take it to a new level. That's amazing. Mate, I, honestly, it's, I, I'm, I'm just going crazy. And, and yeah, so I didn't, I didn't sell any of these bloody jackets, mate, in the end. I just, I've, got, I've got them stored, ready to go for that scenario. And I guarantee you a pound to a pinch of salt, mate, that when that scenario comes round, I won't even have the fucking jacket on me no. to, to pull out at <laughs> it'll the time. It'll still be on the hanger in your fucking yeah. wardrobe. Yeah, it'll be in there, mate, hanging up. And the thing so. is, like, it's just, it's crazy, mate. It's crazy. See, I'm slightly different. I just, I buy shit and then I fucking hide it. And then all of a sudden I, like, open a drawer and I'll be like, what the fuck's that, James? Or like the other, like about a fucking couple of years ago, I pulled the drawer open and I had 10 pairs of glasses and I went, you've been looking at these for like fucking two years. You, they're not prescription glasses. They were all nice glasses, like a um, couple of Oakleys and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But they weren't prescription. I never paid the extra for the prescription. Now I wear you glasses. You need it, mate. You need the prescription. I fucking do. So, but I, I can't put contacts in, so I bought these fucking glasses, and I had 10 pairs of these fucking glasses. 10's a lucky number for me. Um, and I had these 10 pairs of glasses, never been worn, because never I went somewhere, if I put them on, and I was like, yeah, I fucking look cool, I couldn't see shit. Yeah, you wouldn't and be I able used... to see you look cool, because you can't see shit. Exactly, and I used to wakeboard, so it was like, I remember I went out and bought these fucking glasses that you can wakeboard in, and I was like but I can't see the fucking jumps or the turns or what the fuck I'm doing, but I look cool down there with your fucking oh, face. Mate. So mate, I did it. And it even, I gave it away in the end. I said, Kieran, mate, do you want a couple of pairs of glasses? And I said to my brother, here you go, mate, do you want a fucking, um, I gave him a pair of fucking Nike Air fucking Max the other week. Cause they've been, I was like, dude, they, I'd never worn them because it was the only pair of trainers that didn't match the other 10 pairs. The other 10 were Adidas. That was the one pair of Nike Air Max that I bought because they were cool a fucking fair a few years ago. And they sat in there, mate. And my bit, my kids took the piss out of me. They were like, fuck me. They're a bit lively, Dad. And they didn't say fuck me, but they because they were orange and white. And I just left them in this fucking drawer, mate. I was like, Aidy, these are pristine brand new, mate. Do you want a fucking pair of fucking trainers? <laughs> oh, mate. And it's like, but that's me. I just hide it away. And, then, and, and that's what I do. And then every now and then I'll pull it out and I will get to the point where I almost now... I think because I'm, you know, getting back onto the mental health aspect a little bit, 
is the sense because I'm getting, I suppose, better in, and I don't mean better as in like, but I look after myself a lot better. Things are becoming a bit easier and I am seeing a bit more with clarity. Um, although, you know, we all have these shit fucking times. They, they do become less and less. But what that's done is it stopped me massively spending um, because, you know, I've tried to sort of focus more on, you know, building and DIY. So I do spend the money, but I try and invest the money rather than actually spend it now on on stuff that I, only I can benefit in. So now I turn it into like, you know, fucking my nice grass or my internal fucking bar. And that's because I think I look at that more as an investment because it's, yeah. it's for everybody. So I've, I've tried to channel my addiction into it, it's still it's still expensive it's probably more expensive actually because when you're buying fucking you know three massive sheets of drywall and all the fucking you know the bits and bobs to make a walk-in wardrobe it's not as cheap as you fucking think but it's that investment aspect it looks nice and, and we live here for the next 10 fucking years you know well yeah you've got you've got you know you've got to treat yourself mate and if you can you can kind of like keep up with that treating yourself and it sort of benefits everyone yeah, you're yeah. Laughing, mate you're absolutely laughing. It, you know you've got to you, you just it's, it's getting that balance and i know that when you're in that mental health space and things are sort of overwhelming and we and i know we can we can talk we can go into debt and we can go into the other things that can be crippling when you've got that mental health and and i think if you've got a switched on you know head you can kind of you have an ability to try and not get into too much debt, but there is people out there that do all of that with an addiction and get themselves into debt. And then that's when it spirals out of control. And that's what, that's where I think absolutely um, keeping up with the healthy eating, you know, the healthy body, you know, exercise, um, you know, reflection, meditation, whatever floats your boat for your quiet time that helps you. you I'm not saying it's going to, it's going to stop your mental health, but that helps you to manage to hopefully be able to manage those addiction points. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, mate. And, and that is, that's the, the, you know, that's the evil part of it, isn't it? We all like nice yeah. things. We all like, um, you know, a hobby and stuff like that. But when it's, you know, when you can't afford to, to live that way anymore, you've got to really reassess the situation and, and, and make a change because you, you know, there is no, there is no common sense in getting yourself into debt no. over over you know over over these things that ultimately they don't really matter. But they don't matter. It, it, the, the sad thing is, you know, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say, but you know, I got I my debt was considerable. Um, you know, almost ten thousand fucking pounds on my own. Uh, bearing in mind, I had a family, but. It, at the time, it was manageable because I had a job that made it so that I could pay that off. It just meant I did, I I would have to do fuck all for like three years, which I never ever got to because I had everything to just keep ticking over. It was always it, and that's the problem. It's not until you start seeing the clarity, like I have for the last two years, where I've gone fuck me. I'm and I'm I'm still paying for that problem, although it's coming to an end because I'm working hard that is a problem it can keep going and it can spiral out of control i mean you know ten thousand pounds on your own is a fucking with a family three fucking kids and still paying you know the the mortgage sort of things and everything else as well it, it's, it was crippling mate and then okay. your mental health spirals even more then you drive for promotion because you need more money and then you panic it's horrible when i was a kid right you would have you every 
every bloke I reckon was the same, right? When I was a kid at school, the, the stuff, the clothes that you wore and the things that you had mattered for some reason. It did. You, you know, it like at my school, everything. yeah, at my school, the things to have shoes, you had to have kickers. Remember them yeah. kickers? Yeah, I, that's what I said. I, I used to have kickers, mate. Yeah. Yeah, kickers or pod, I think, was the other ones. Pod yeah, shoes, pod was the right? other one, yeah, yeah. See, the shirts, we had to wear shirt and tie and a blazer and that. And the shirt, it was Ben Sherman was a big thing then. Yeah, it had I to be a Ben Sherman. Had to be a Ben Sherman, mate, and all stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And, like, uh, you know, your PE kit and stuff like that, your football boots. You couldn't – I remember – Had to be predators. Oh, well, that, mate, Puma Kings was the Puma one. Puma Kings, thing, yeah, Puma mate. Kings. And I remember, you know, like I said a minute ago, now, this isn't a woe is me story. We didn't have that much money, mate, right? But it was, and 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 I think back now and I kind of cringe going to my mum, fuck's sakes, mum, you know, can you get me some kickers? And I'd have to wait till Christmas to get it, you know what I mean? And she'd save up and she'd get me these bloody kickers. And then one time I come home and I said, uh, I said to my mum, I said, oh, mum, need some football boots, right? And uh, what did they, what did they get me? I think she come back from there was this big shoe shop over like the industrial estate, right? Big shoe shop, and and it was like you know the low end brands, yeah, yeah, uh, like high tech and stuff like that, right? And uh, and I remember she come back. She said, "Yeah, I got you these football boots, right?" And they were like a oh, they were a bit of a crappy make. And I kicked off, mate, and I was like. I was like, oh, don't believe it, Mum. I said, I can't go into school wearing these football boots. And she was like, but they're, you know, they're football boots, mate. You, you know, that's what you need. You need to go and play football. And we've got studs on them. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, you, you don't really, I can't really be seen wearing these. But now, as a grown man who's financially stable and, yeah. uh, you know, and can afford some luxuries, right, yeah. I wouldn't even think fucking twice about going out with no brand clothes yeah um low low end stuff uh, i love a bit of high tech mate love a bit Thanks. of high tech uh it's yeah i mean great. and all this all this stuff and it just doesn't matter and anyone who would well i wouldn't say anyone who dare say it to me but if someone said to me oh bloody hell what you're wearing a i don't know you're wearing a, a high tech jacket i'll just go yeah what what's your fucking problem What's your fucking problem, you knob? What's your, what's your fucking problem? Yeah, it's a high-tech jacket. So what? What does it do? It does exactly the same as your jacket. Do you know what I mean? And I don't care. And it's like... Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I've got a pair... I'm wear... I've got these pair of Crocs, mate, but they're not Crocs. They're like Amazon fucking eight-quid Crocs, right? They look the same. They, they're, they're little black, uh, grey camo ones. And fucking, I've had them, mate, to the point where they're hanging off. I was walking around fucking Tesco's in them, and my missus was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I literally give a shit what anyone fucking thinks of me. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I am comfortable. I look like shit, but I'm comfortable. I don't fucking care. My hair's nice, and my beard's nice. They yeah. can see I'm not a fucking, like, you know, I'm not fucking down and out in. I'm grew up struggling. I'm just, I want to be comfortable. And they were like, they're not Crocs, mate. They're fucking cheap knockoffs. But I've been fucking kicking around for a year in them. There, there was a yeah. hole in the bottom where, where I've worn the fucking foam away. I've actually got clothes, mate, right? And this is the thing. Uh, I've actually still got clothes that that I that you don't, I didn't realise how long that I've had them until you go, fucking hell, that was that was a long time ago when I when I got that because you remembered like a memory of wearing that actual bit of clothing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I've got stuff that's got to be fifteen years old, yeah. like stuff. And and thank God it fucking still fits me. 
A little bit tighter. A little bit tighter than it you used to be. On, mate. It's gone for, you've gone for the fit, you know, the muscle look, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a muscle top now. Uh, but yeah, and I'm going, I'm going, oh, it's, it's still fit, still fits, still good. But then you don't realise how long you've had it. And I've just, I've got absolutely no interest in, well, until this last maybe six months, no interest in buying new clothes. It was my missus would always buy my clothes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a few things that I, I insist on has to be top quality. For instance, boxer shorts. Yes. They need to be snug around the balls, mate. Good good shining. There's only two brands that I buy now, mate. Calvin Klein or Under Armour. Because I Under Armour to... for me, mate. Or, yeah. or um, there, there, is a, there is a brand I go for. It's online. It's fucking beautiful. I, I just spent it. 90 quid on, on Under Armour boxers for six pairs of Under Armour boxers, mate. The other day. I, didn't get, I didn't pay 90 quid, though. I paid 70 quid. Got a little discount code. But yeah, I yeah. was like, 70 quid. But they, And this is what I'm going to get to. So And, and I, went, I went, but if, I know it's expensive, 70 quid for six pairs of fucking boxers. But I looked in my drawer at all my other um, Under Armours, and I remember buying them seven years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's only now that the the bit where your where your balls the, are the, the gooch is the gooch lining gone. Yeah, you can see where the two balls have rubbed. The, ball, the balls fall out. <laughs> yeah, and the balls have started to rub through now, and it's like <laughs> yeah. I'm not be funny. Seven seven years of of abuse. Do you know what I mean? Of and these it, balls and it's, pro- it's proper abuse down there, mate. We're not talking about fucking. It's proper abuse. Oh yeah, mate. Oh yeah, and you go and exercise. I mean, of course we all change them every single day. Oh. Of course we do. Of course I we. I lived in mine for like a day. week, mate. I wasn't changing. They were fucking stinking. There was so much piss on the front, mate. I, it was like I needed to wring it out. Well, that's it, mate. You know, what I mean, you chuck a bit of powder down there, mate. You're good for another day. Do you know what I mean, mate, and, and they're antimicrobial, the is, so you know, well, you're good to go. Well, the thing is as well, I used to stick down Johnson's fucking baby powder down there that we now know is fucking made with asbestos. <laughs> that, fucking... You know what? Yeah, you're right. There's there's something in there, isn't there? That's uh... they've yeah, they've been closed down because fucking there was a, there's, they've been using this product that's got asbestos that we've been chucking all over our kids and I've had all chucked over me for years. Yeah. And we're, and we're worried about a bit of asbestos in a work environment if we drill into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> you think, I, don't, I don't know if it's a, is, is it asbestos or is it just... It's a bit of a carcinogenic or something is it well i don't know i don't know i i've heard two i haven't really looked into because i know there's a lot of fucking shit going on about it but um they've stopped selling it um it's whatever stock they've got now but i i first heard it was asbestos fibers like a minor mine i mean we are talking minute you'd have to fucking the reality is you'd have to literally bathe in this shit for fucking days yeah it's um, it's the talc isn't it, it it's, it's the talc. talc yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. now you now they don't sell the talc they sell they don't sell talcum powder. They sell baby powder, don't they? Yeah, it's baby powder. And there's a couple of other things that, you know, it's like the fucking every, every new generation comes up with some shit about, you know, you, we used to get cancer from eating fucking beef at one stage in my life, mate. So I don't fucking believe some of the shit, but I do also believe that Johnson Johnson a bit dodge uh, and, you know, that there is something in it, but I think it's either carcinogens or, um, which is, which is cancerous or it's asbestos, which is, uh, you know, fucking rips your lungs apart in about 30 years. Yeah. Not good. Not good so, stuff. No. And that's my, I mean, that's what I fucking do. It's a pissing job. So it fucking does my head. In. <laughs> well, I watched yeah, a documentary know, the other, the other week and it was yeah. about these girls and they were called like the radium girls or something like that. Oh, they, the, they the ones from um, Chernobyl. No, it, 
they were in, I think it was in America or it might've oh. been in, in the UK. I can't remember. Right. Anyway, it you can see how much I paid attention to it, Obviously. but these girls, these, these women, it was during world war two. I think it was world war two or maybe world war one. And it was painting the, um, like the illuminous. It, it's, it's in the UK. It's in the UK, isn't it? it they used to, yeah, go on. I know what you're saying. It is. It's yeah. the UK, they, mate. Yeah. They painted the illuminous dials on, uh, like watches and aircraft instruments and stuff like that. Yeah. For, for the RAF and everything for their watches and their dials. Yeah. And they, they were paid a really good wage and everyone wanted to, every woman wanted to be one of these, uh, radio, uh, girls, yeah. Yeah, radio girls or something they were called, right? Because as well, that they actually used to glow. Like they used to say, you know, their, their skin glows. Their skin they glows. Look, it was fucking cancer. And yeah, fucking they look fantastic. <laughs> their yeah. cheeks were always rosy red and lovely at like that. Right? And it was only after about two or three years of them working there and their Drop teeth dead. started falling out and their joints were all absolutely knackered. They were getting radiation poisoning. And literally the little, the little paintbrushes that they used to use to get the nib as fine as they can. You'll know this being a painter, not that you mentioned it. Um, they used to little give it a little lick. Give it a little to, lick, mate. You gotta give it a lick to straighten it up. <laughs> gotta give it a lick, mate, to get that point, and then they'd be able to uh, paint these fine details with this bloody radioactive stuff, which they didn't know was radioactive, mate. Somebody and everyone was going, everyone was going, oh, you want to work in that factory? Look at these beautiful women walking out there. They're radiant women. Look at them. They're beautiful. And then not two, three years later. Over a staff. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. Yeah, why, why, why they only last two or three years and then they all retire? Oh, they're just earning so much money. They don't need to work past that. Okay. Oh, why yeah. Why never see them again? Mate. Oh, they've all moved abroad. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all fucking six feet under <laughs> oh mate absolutely but it but you know back back to the truth it you know it yeah. absolutely crippled them and they didn't realize how bad it was same as cigarettes wasn't it smoke these cigarettes for health yeah, healthy breathing <laughs> breathing as much gasoline and fucking nicotine and bitumen <laughs> as you can <laughs> now with extra tar <laughs> exactly. straight from the road surface it's recycled <laughs> so yeah there we go oh, that, there we go look at that that is a digression from hell mate that, that was when it a digression about from hell, in the mate. balls that was that was a twenty minute digression, mate. Bloody hell! But there we go. Oh, no, I'll, I'll tell you what, I've got a big smile on my face now, laughing. Hey, I'm fucking laughing my ass off. I absolutely fucking love it, mate. I'm literally I'm beaming from here to here. It's brilliant. Well, you, you sound like you work in the radium plant. You know, I suppose you've been licking any paintbrushes lately, haven't you? <laughs> I mate, I've I've worked with fucking carcinogens for twenty one years, mate. Oh man, I, I haven't got long life. I haven't got long left, mate. I can tell you that. Oh, well, I tell you what, you've got a great head of hair, mate, for all that, I tell you. I know, mate, I, fu I do, I do, fu I am very, very blessed with good fucking hair, mate, I really am. I do, I was, I was grooming my beard, I, I've literally have, I have men um, coming up to me and, and fucking saying, oh, can I just say, your beard is delightful. <laughs> That's what someone said. Down, down the Blue Oyster? Yeah, that... down the Blue Oyster, mate, YMCA well, oh, yeah. fucking guys, mate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to be honest, mate, I'd probably take us less happy than being with women, mate. But I watched a comedy thing the other day, right? I yeah. watched a comedy thing the other day, and it was this, I had a short clip on uh, Facebook, but it was obviously from TikTok or something. I don't do the TikTok thing, you know that. Yeah, yeah. But it was this comedian, and he said, he said, if you're ever in a bar, have a look around, right? And you, if you know your, your demographic of your people, he said, have a look at the 40-year-old guy that's married, right? He, he, you look at his face. He's, 
he's not he's he's not the happiest of guy he's sat there with a pint just yep. drinking he's content probably a couple of kids content he's drinking his pint his missus up there he said then have a look at the 40 year old uh lesbian woman same deal she's content mate you know but she's 40 now she's 40 odd she knows that you know she ain't gonna be out partying hard with these young lovely girls she's just got to look forward to you know 40 50 you know getting older and things start going south and that he said but then look at the 40 year old gay guy he is the happiest motherfucker you ever seen in your life. <laughs> he's happy. He's chirpy. He's, the, do you know what I mean? And I was fucking in stitches, mate, laughing. I was going, it's true. It's, it's true. true you see these guys, they're, they're happy, mate. There's something definitely right. Mate, <laughs> I tell you what, there's like, I was at, um, I was at a conference, um, last, last week for two days. And, uh, these, these two colleagues I work with and, uh, and both of them are, you know, they, they're gay. They're, they're, they're happy gay. They love it. I'm not, I, I always, I always get careful when I say this, cause I'm trying not to offend people, but it's not an offensive story. Um, but they're really, really nice guys. They're fucking lovely. And there's this one guy and he has the most infectious fucking laugh I've ever fucking heard. And all he did for the two days was laugh. And it was he came in on the first day with this fucking headband in with a giant bow. And so did the, so did his other mate. Uh, so, so does the other colleague and, um, they are different colors. And the other guy is the fucking nicest guy. Every time you walk in, he's like, all right, mate, how are you buddy? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, he, he comes out with like really fucking good whips. And I'm just like, mate, I think we're doing something fucking wrong here. <laughs> Cause yeah. I'm not as fucking happy as this guy. He's happy. To, something's pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. So it pisses me off every day, mate. Every fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate. What a digression. Anyway, that was a digression. We love it. What were we talking about before we got onto, uh, onto that? Um, I can't fucking remember. We doing see we digress so much, mate. We were talking about no, I can't fucking remember. I can't fucking remember. I can't remember. Well, I think maybe on that note then. We're, yeah, absolutely, mate. Well before we get to that awkward, that awkward, awkward silence quiet. where we're both the... just going, mm, um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, see you later, mate. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks, mate. You've really fucking proper made my week this is, this has been incredible mate i'm fucking smiling from uh, ear to ear and uh, just to say you know to everyone listening thank you for listening um i'll let billy, uh, billy talk in a minute so i'm not going to talk over him um but yeah it, just remember everybody you know to reach out talk um you know make sure that you're open and honest you, try and keep engaged and try and do these things that we harp on about all the time these lives or you know, the, the, the podcast I do absolutely try things, try and push yourself together, engage with the right people. As you've literally just heard now, the fucking laughs I'm having, because I've got the right people around me and it's, it's absolutely incredible. Even today chatting to Kieran in McDonald's, you know, he was sat with me while I was waiting for my car to get done. Wait, 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 wait. What, did what you, go on? You were in McDonald's. I was in McDonald's. I didn't, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I did have a small hamburger and I had a coffee while he was having a milkshake. What are you doing? I can't believe you're teasing me like this. Sorry, mate. I just, the problem is, mate, I've had two days away where I've, I'm my I'm allowed, my company allows me £25 for a meal. <sighs> so I don't want to spend £25 on a something fucking healthy when I had a plat. I didn't want to say, mate. I, Wednesday night, mate, I had a fucking chicken hot and spicy chicken skewers beer bat <laughs> triple triple beer triple beer battered onion rings 
two chickens. Uh, sorry, and a, and a full oh. a full platter of um, nachos with everything on it that feeds oh four people, God. mate. <laughs> I I knew I knew it back then, and I'm gonna say it again now. <laughs> Go on. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you piece. I've uh, mate, I've had such good fucking food, mate. I really have. <laughs> oh right, everyone. I'm buttoning in now, right? So for, for those of you who don't know, right, that four of us that are in the positive vibes, right? We we have all been on this health kick, right? And I have been smashing it. I've been rigid. No, no, not smashing it, but I would say smashing it, but I've been rigid, right? And I send, I take pictures of all this food, this like salads. It's mainly salads. That's all it is, really. Salads with a bit of meat uh, like that's been boiled. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and vegetables, just lots of veg and yeah. stuff like that. And I've been taking pictures and sent to the guys, hey, guys, another, another healthy day. I'm going to have a <laughs> pint of water. And now I get this bullshit coming over saying, by the way, me and Ki- not just you, you and Kieran K-Dog were sat in McDonald's yeah, making he had down on delicious big, burgers. He had a fucking big, thick banana milkshake. <laughs> oh, my God. He even said to me, I said, do you want a large or a medium? He went, oh, I better not put on too much weight, mate. I'll have a medium. (laughs) I was like, like, you fucking shit. He went, you're going to get a hamburger? I was like, I shouldn't, but I'm not coming to McDonald's and not getting a hamburger. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'll make it even more healthy by taking out the pickles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did, mate. And I was like, and Kieran was like, you're right. I said, oh, I've just, I've been eating such, I've had two days, or three days, a full English breakfast every morning in a hotel. Oh, mate, what did you have on the breakfast? Uh, I had three sausages. Yeah. Two pieces of dry cured bacon. Oh, God. Potato rosties. Oh. A black pudding. Yeah. Beans. Yeah. Um, a bit, uh, uh, buttered um, mushrooms, oh, portobello God. mushrooms. What eggs did you have? I had, I had uh, two poached. I, I always go poached, but they were... The best poached eggs. Oh, man. And it came... Well, they they, they, they did something special for me because I was like, I'm going to be a bit healthy. Can yeah. you do me two slices of toast with smashed avocado and two poached eggs? And they came out, mate, and it was fucking... It, I went, the avocado's there, mate. You know what I mean? What, you had that with the full English? The full English, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right, you. That's it now. You've destroyed me. I have put on the three pounds that I've lost in the last three and a half weeks. <laughs> now, now here's the thing, right? Monday morning when we do our weigh-ins and we all get on and we go, hi, guys. No. Uh, I'm not going to feel sorry for you now because I was going, <laughs> on Monday, I went, I went, hey, guys. Uh, you you know, did. Just to let you know, I've lost a little bit of weight this week. You know, how, how's everyone else doing? And then, then you and K-Dog coming up. Nelster's coming on. Oh, I haven't done oh, really wow. too well this week. Put on, put on a little bit. Uh, blah, blah. Yeah. Now I know why. You're all <laughs> munching all down on like wimp burgers. Like... <laughs> 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 We're all eating like pigs, mate. Even Kieran tonight was like, I was like, what are you doing tonight, mate? He's like, oh, I'm having a movie night with the, uh, the missus before she goes on shift for the four days. And I was like, oh, cool. He said, I said, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm going to be fucking bad, man. I'm going to have a big bag of crisps and that. <laughs> and a bottle of wine. And I was like, fucking hell. Oh, mate. Well, that like, on Saturday, that one, that I, I was literally upstairs. I was watching telly and, and, um, because it was Halloween weekend, wasn't it? So, so yeah. once said, she said, oh, should we watch some scary films? I said, absolutely. Let's watch some scary films. I said, oh, do you know what would go well with watching scary films? She says, what? I said, a, 
a big plate of nachos, fully loaded. Do you know what I mean? I was teasing myself. I was like, fully loaded with the cheese and the chilies and the salsa because I knew we That's never had it. Last night. Yeah. And I knew we never had it, right? And I went, I went, oh, look, and it'll build a salsa. And she, she went in the kitchen and she went, what? Like this. And it was the bloody nacho kit. <laughs> and I went, oh my god so that's the only treat i've had in the last sort of like three odd weeks mate wow uh, that then nachos and that um because i'll put the picture up didn't i on the on the page did, the yeah, yeah. um so that's my only treat but oh i can't believe you guys have been chowing down on, on hey, buckets of chicken I, and stuff. I didn't want to say anything because i'm going to work fucking hard this weekend mate but yeah i i I wasn't fucking going away and having. A, I stayed in a spa hotel for four nights. Oh, you mate, you got to, you got to, you so got. To I was it. like, I'm here. I've got a sauna, swimming pool. It was, it's one of the McDonald fucking hotel fucking chains, mate. I I sat in the gold room on the first night eating um fucking uh, beer battered onion rings, triple oh. cooked fucking fries, and yeah. a Cajun chicken burger, mate. It was lathered, lathered in fucking garlic mayo. Was it in a brioche bun? In a brioche fucking bun. Oh, mate, toasted, you know it's mate. a good burger when it comes in a brioche. Yeah, and it, honestly, mate, it was like, and, and I mean, it was that fucking nice, mate, and that good that it was like, I think it was like 20, I think it was like 23 pound. I, I spent 50p out of my own money for this little meal. Oh, and, worth it, though. Oh, absolutely. Mate, I went up to bed. I was fucking, I felt so guilty. Did I it come with coleslaw? Huh? Yeah, have any coleslaw? Yeah, coleslaw, uh, oh. lettuce. No, I had no tomatoes, and it did, it could have come with tomatoes and cheese, but I, I don't like the both. So um, it would have been um, Monterey Jack or whatever it was. Oh, I like Monterey Jack. So, yeah, I, I fucking destroyed it, mate. I absolutely destroyed it. And then, I don't blame uh, you. I don't blame you. But at the same time, for dinner, I ate healthy. <laughs> Go on. Uh, chicken chow mein. <laughs> <laughs> noodles in it and shit oh my god and and protein chicken protein obviously the chicken's protein mate and yeah. there's it, it's cooked in something nice i think yeah a wok a wok <laughs> it's cooked in a wok so it's oil free <laughs> if it's done in a wok you know it's good mate it's healthy no, that's what we that's what i have normally on fridays it comes from a wok it's a chinese <laughs> oh my god well i'm being honest with you right what i said last night on the group i am deadly serious right at christmas yeah so I'm, I'm i'm staying the course mate i'm staying the course till christmas right good, good. see how i can get on and I, at christmas i'm going to go down the chippy and i'm and the pizza up so i'm going to order the biggest portion of chips that they do salt and vinegar everything on them right yeah and i'm going to dip them chips in mayonnaise yeah Full fat Helmer's mayonnaise, but on the side, I'm going to order a extra large super supreme stuffed crust from Pizza Hut. Nice, and eat that as well, mate. And that's gonna that is is that, that what's getting my, you through? Yeah, that's what's. I I can't stop thinking about it now. And even even to the stage, so adding a portion of chicken wings on the side, buffalo, of course. Yeah, and <laughs> go on, and and a portion of kebab meat. Oh yes, <laughs> and I think that's gonna—it's gonna take me about two days to finish it, but I will finish it, mate. Oh, mate! I do, and do you know what? Have you—you've been to—have you been to Germany? Uh, yeah. Uh, have you—you've tried frit sauce? Yes, the frit like sauce. Really, yeah, it's like a really rich mayonnaise. Like the calories is insane. Yeah. Well, my mum and dad's just come back from, um, you know, what do they call it? The uh, when they go over to watch the poppies, there's a, an event in Belgium um not normandy or this 
I can't remember. He did say he went. It's just, it's just happened. It's like a they have an event every fucking year. I can't remember what it's called. Eeps, that's it. Eeps. Well, he's just come back from Eeps and uh, Yeeps. It's it's spelt Eeps, but it's spelt with it's a spelt Y. Your prez, isn't it? Your your prez. prez. Yeah, your prez. Yeah. Well, he came back and he was like, he's given me this fucking extra large, like massive bottle of a uh, fruit sauce. I think that's the smallest bottle they do as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and so I fucking took it in. And I've been looking at the calorie content and then, do you know what, mate? I was like, I can't fucking do this. And I put a little bit on a plate, mate, the other day. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, fuck me, this is amazing. The next thing yeah, I know, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. I, I banged through 10, 10 chicken nuggets, mate. <laughs> yeah. I was in Cyprus, mate, one time and I saw this woman eating. It was the first time I'd ever seen a woman eating chips with mayonnaise. And I looked right. over and I went, oh, oh my God, that is that just it's awful. <laughs> and she went, <laughs> try one and i went all right you know what i mean because she was quite hot this was oh, years okay. ago this was years ago anyway and i went i went all right and i tried it and it was that same sauce mate it was that it was that bloody saucy sauce or whatever it's called the mayo and oh, yeah, it worked, yeah. yeah it weren't like hellman's i mean you could put hellman's in one of them squeezy bottles mate you just it'd just be a load of crap come out like jelly it was that fruit sauce mate and i remember just sitting there going oh my god this is unbelievable same as that. Have you ever had the, in Germany that currywurst? Oh, mate, I've got I've got currywurst as well. Yeah, I bet. I was going to say, I bet your old man brought you a bottle of that back mate, as well. His fucking currywurst is the best. Yeah, yeah. Get that. Get currywurst on a bratwurst, and you're fucking done, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Anyway, that is that is my so that's my Christmas goal. I, I was sorry to interrupt you. I just I was so distraught when you said McDonald's. <laughs> and it's escalated. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm thinking of the Ron Burgundy little mem where he goes, Well that escalated Because <laughs> <laughs> it's literally gone from a hamburger to you've been kicking the arse out of it for a week, you fat bastard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See how they, see how this unraveled, mate? Yeah. I literally found the smallest thread there tugged on it. And you the did. whole garment fell apart, mate. Actually, this started off with me saying goodbye, and we've <laughs> carried on for 10 minutes fucking getting me in shit. Now you're telling me about Hungry Horse fucking onion stacks. <laughs> yeah, literally nacho fucking fully loaded nachos, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Right. I'm going to fucking go and get some of the wheat, mate. Well, I bet you're feeling hungry after all that McDonald's. Oh, yeah, it's down. all this exercise of talking to you. <laughs> I want to say to the listeners before we go, before we knock it on the head, I just want to say, listen, if you, if you are, yeah, again, this is all about mental health and getting people, getting, getting us guys to talk. And, um, you know, if you, if you want to talk to, to us, just drop a message on these platforms, you know, we put, we can get you involved, uh, you know, anytime. If you want us to speak about a specific subject, there's something just bothering you. You're wondering if, you know, is, you know, is anyone else going through that stuff? I mean, look, we just mentioned one thing and it turns out both of us, you know, it happens to us or, you know, that bloody hoarding stuff or anything we speak about. It kind of, it just, it's like a normal thing. So if you've got something that you want us to talk about to discuss, um, I'm more than happy to do it, Jimbo. Are you? Absolutely, mate. Yeah, I, I, I fully support that, uh, that, that sentiment there, mate. Absolutely. I think it's great to get people involved. I, I've just by this display here, I mean, I need to explain to people that, you know, we're, we're fucking miles apart. We're just fucking really good mates. We absolutely keep in contact. But the big thing that, that draws us all and, and our little group, this little positive vibes, 
it's all about open and being open and honest and and basically you know like i always say on podcasts all the time problem shared is a problem halved and it's like really important to reach out even if you want to just jump in the call and and sit and listen but feel like you're being part of it until you bring yourself out we're we're, we're here to just show you can talk and be open and, and have laughs in life without stressing out about the stupid shit yeah i mean and we, and we we all have we have our up days our good days and you know sometimes we do have our bad days where we just it, we're just sad sometimes aren't we we're just miserable yeah. sometimes yeah and yeah, i think we? i think but you know that we we all all four of us especially we bounce off each other we talk you know and 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 you know to get other other men's perspectives on stuff when you know you go oh you know what i just want to say I'm, I'm feeling this way today and then you get another bloke go oh hey listen mate i, I felt like that last week and this is what i've done about it it just really helps and this is the whole thing you but men you've got a bloody talk you've got to talk me it's like um my brother fucking uh, you know i know i'm gonna digress a little bit but my brother literally earlier on i spoke to him, i hadn't spoke to him for like two fucking weeks and we do we don't talk always but we do have a little bit of uh you know we, a little bit of dialect going well he said to me today we had a good hours conversation and he went yeah i thought you were coming over saturday to see um dad and that and i was like no i wanted you to see dad and he went yeah me and dad were talking we we've noticed you've been you know, a little bit quiet the last couple of weeks and we were just sort of kind of worried. And uh, and I went, all oh, right, so that was Saturday and we're now on Thursday. And I said to him, if you think there's something wrong, then fucking reach out to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you think something's wrong, reach out to me. You you knew I was quiet because I've been quiet, admittedly. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of shit going on in my head. Um, but I talk about that and I'm open about that. And I said, well, if you thought that, then why the fuck didn't you just reach out to me and say, dude, are you all right? That's what we're trying to nurture here. And that's my fucking family. I'm not saying we're, you know, disparate in any way. You know, we, we're not, we would do that. And if we were having a pint or talking to each other, we would open up. We're not shy like that. But that inherently is how men think. Men men seem to think, oh, he's, he's gone quiet. Or yeah, Jake, that person's a little bit out of the normal. Yeah, he'd be all right. He'd snap out of it. It's I not about that. I wouldn't want to bother him. Wouldn't yeah, don't. Him. He looks like he's having a bit of a stressful time. Well, maybe he fucking is. Go up and say, dude. And if he snaps at you, all right, we know. Try and dive a little bit. Sometimes you've got to get through those barriers to actually open up. But by engaging, if they'd have asked me, I'd have felt a lot fucking safer, a lot happier if 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 they'd have engaged like that. And and that's where we've, I, I always nurture that. We all know each other's personalities in this little group. We know when someone doesn't talk as much and we reach out, draw them back in privately. And I think that's the way it should be. I have, honestly, and, and I, I, I challenge, I challenge everyone who listens to this to at some point, uh, you know, over the next week, two weeks, month or anything, just, if you ask someone, because in in if you're listening from outside the UK, right, one of the British sayings is "You're right." That's how yeah. we greet each other. We say "You're right," you're right, and you go "Yeah, yeah," like that, and and you never actually get an answer. Yeah, like that, right? That's your answer. You get yeah. or you'll get "You're right," so you'll get a right back, or you'll and get that, you'll get you, you'll go yeah, "You're yeah. right," and they'll go "Yeah, you," yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 meant all right, but I challenge you all to if you if you speak to someone or you notice someone at work or at you know a social club that you go to or, a, or you know sporting things that you do hobbies and and they just seem a little bit off just just ask them if they're all right and then they go yeah like that just go but are you are you really all right though mate and just just take that extra little yeah 
time. I do it at work myself now. I yeah. say to people, you're right. And they go, yeah, all right. And I go, anything you want to chat about? And I tell you what, nine times out of 10, they, they go, no, they what do. you want to they yeah. But sometimes that one go, person, mate, that one person, mate. And they, and they go, actually, yeah, I didn't, I didn't come in for that, but any chance you've got two minutes and that's it. That's how it starts, mate. Yeah. And that's and what, that thread. That's the thread. You pulled the thread and people, people will open up because they, because they like, Oh, this is weird. Someone actually gives a fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Mate. And, 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 and that's the whole nurturing it, getting us out and about. It's not trying to fluff it up. It's just yeah. doing what we should do as human beings, pulling us out of this whole isolation. That's been absolutely reinforced during the pandemic. And I think that that's what we, we need to get out and, and it, just pull it in. I know I've spent, I've been at work this week and actually around people and I felt fucking amazing. And you do, I've asked that question even to a colleague. I said, all right, mate. And he's like, yeah. And I went, we went in out and I was like, I said exactly the same. I said, everything all right though, genuinely. And he's like, yeah, yeah, not bad, mate. You know, a bit fucking tired, you know, and all this sort of, sorry, you know, raising a fucking baby. And, but it wasn't a moan. He genuinely was all right, but he just wanted that extra little bit of due diligence, that extra bit of conversation. Not yeah, just I bet a, you turned around and said to him, oh, well, I'll tell you what, if you feel a little bit tired, uh, I've been having this, what, what have you been having? That tiger mushroom or what it's called? Oh, I've been having lion's mane. It's fucking Lion's brilliant. mane, that's it. Hey, mate, listen, you want to try a bit of this, this, this lion's mane? It's lovely yeah, drink yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. And he might go, oh, yeah, I'll look into it, mate. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what that's what you nurture. That's where you go, oh, I'll give a bit of... Uh, and it has. It's absolutely helped me sleep. And it's helped me pull a bit of my fucking memory back, actually. I've been taking it for about two months now. Yeah. And it's just... All it is is just a lion's mane mushroom. It's an additive for your, for your tea. And all it does is make your cup of tea a little bit earthy. But you only have one, like, small tablespoon a day. And it, what it does is it fucking reinforces, gets the, the neurons in your fucking brain. And it's, have a look at it, mate. Lion's mane uh, mushroom. And have a look at the benefits. It's absolutely incredible. And oh, for I me... Start taking my vitamins again, mate. Yeah, I, do you know what I started? Them. I started two months ago. I had to, mate. When I when I got that bad cold and the missus had uh, acute laryngitis, um, I was like, I need to start. I've stopped taking ZMA. I've stopped taking... And all these things were the... I was taking them religiously. I was religiously taking ZMA, um, which is like zinc, magnesium, and um, alpha, B alpha, beta alpha, or oh, B, yeah. B plus, whatever. I don't fucking know. There's another one I don't really know. Uh, and I was taking, um, and I was taking cod liver oil because I don't eat a lot of fish. So I was taking these daily, and my vitamin C and my vitamin D. And now I was just stopped, mate. I just went fuck it, and I and I started feeling rough. Wow. So it's like you need, you do need it. We've got a defi- I'm reading everywhere at the moment. We've all humans have got a massive magnesium deficiency, and it's it, you should be taking a certain amount of milligrams a day. I mean, I know that this maybe this is they, maybe they've got a backlog of magnesium and they're trying to fucking they're trying to shift a few pallets. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could it could potentially be. I don't know. It's just like get a couple of adverts out. We got an extra couple of pallets to shift. Yeah. Well, they've so done it with maybe. toilet roll, didn't they? In in COVID. <laughs> exactly. The COVID, the they, were like... they mentioned just going to well, you're going to run out of shitter roll. <laughs> People were buying it, and everyone's going, "There's a shortage." 
shortage of it. There weren't a fucking shortage of it. it, it if you'd have just bought the normal four fucking rolls that you <laughs> buy, it would have been absolutely fine, but you bought 96 fucking rolls. Mate, there was a woman, she went to the shop afterwards and tried to hand the 200 back, and they were like, no, you bought them, you prick. She's oh like, my but God. I don't need them. Who the fuck has 200 rolls of... I don't even go for... I don't, do you even do 200 rolls of flu roll? yourself a, uh, in a lifetime i don't know i don't, I don't know never, i don't know because you, you never use a full roll if you're going to fucking work you might only use your little bit but if you calculated it would you even get through i don't even think you'd get probably i mean if you're going to be optimistic half your fucking life why the fuck would you think you need to wipe your ass more because of covid i don't <laughs> think you'd, you'd go through i mean i don't think i'd go for a whole roll in a week no so that's Not fifty. So that's fifty-two rolls. So let's say we go for a whole roll every two weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a bit optimistic because I every single morning religiously. But um, yeah. you know, you're looking at twenty-five, twenty-six. So twenty-six rolls potentially. Yeah. So that woman, she's you know she's she's going to have toilet roll for like fifteen years. Yeah, I mean, but like it Excuse just goes to show. Man how batshit fucking crazy people can be. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck are we... When I was sat there and I was like, are you fucking joking? And they were like, oh, fucking bread. Bread's now a commodity. Oh, no. And I'm sat there going, fucking bread. I can make bread in my fucking house. Why the fuck do I need to worry? And I was just sat there going, I'm just fucking dumbfounded, mate. I'm, I'm befuddled. That's what I said. Yeah, I didn't you couldn't even... I, I, I couldn't even get flour. I know. And you know what? It, it was all. This is. A, I tell you what, mate. It's just, that's what it is. They've got an extra couple of pallets. They chuck a couple of prime time fucking adverts on, mate, and yeah. the dickheads go out, or they say on the media, "Yeah, fucking bread shortage," and everyone's like, "Oh my fucking god!" Look, like it was like it was Christmas, mate, and everyone was like, "I need to stock up. I've, I need to get as much food for like ninety people for two days." Who's coming yeah. round? Oh no, it's coming round. Date by the time it's fucking. By the time yeah. you get round to eating it. It fucking is. Like, the amount of times I'm like, I've gone to my mum's house and I've gone like, mum, why is there two fucking brand new things of pate in the bin? She was like, I bought four and uh, they went out of date. I was like, why'd you buy fucking four? Pate doesn't run out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's, no one's having pate for breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> no, they're not. For the rest of you've got enough pate, mum, to fucking do your two fucking weeks. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You, you have a dabble on it, a cracker. You're not going to sit there and start fucking, like, you know, putting it in a blender and trying to juice it. <laughs> and that's the thing. Pate isn't like a staple, is it? It's, it's not, not like you go, hang it's on, I'm just going to get bread, potatoes, eggs, milk, pate. Pate. It's pate. the pate. It's fatty as fuck. It's lit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love pate. I but... love it. I fucking love it, mate. But, but it's a treat. It's not a... But it's a treat. I'm not, I'll, I'll buy yeah, it I'm not having a month. pate sandwich. Yeah. No, I, mean, I don't, I don't buy, get home I'll and buy... go, what's for lunch? Pot noodle, pate sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Bag I've of potato, said, cheese and onion. What do you want in your dinner for tomorrow, kids? Pate. <laughs> no, pate. <laughs> oh, no. Nobody's ever said that. They go peanut butter or fucking Nutella. They don't go pate. Oh, it's got to be pate or I'm fucking disappointed. <laughs> but I say, well, what do you mean? It's not Brussels pate. I like it. If it ain't Brussels, you can fuck off. <laughs> I don't even know that Brussels was fuck. I don't, I'm not even getting to that, but I don't even fucking know. I thought Brussels was fucking chocolate, but I don't know. Anyway, on that note. On that note. 
yeah, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, exactly, sentiments. Uh, we'll, we'll get it wrapped up this time. Um, sentiments as well. Um, jump on, say hello, um, reach out, contact us. All of the really amazing stuff. Please just join in. It's absolutely incredible. I love these uh, these potties. So um, yeah, jump on and say hello. Cheers, Bill Star. I really appreciate your time, mate. Thank you. Absolutely no dramas. See you later, everyone. Until next time. Banter. Banter.